Welcome to the final Babaru Babada Babada It's episode 10 It's the grand finale of Unbelievable. I, I feel like that was from like Wii Tennis when they do <laughs> I was doing X Factor, you were doing oh. Wii Tennis. <laughs> Our points of reference <laughs> Sit back with a cup of tea, grab a glass of Prosecco and enjoy the season finale of So I've got an article, Emma, called That Trixie Pixie, and it says, My canine Casanova had an invisible friend. (laughs) So this is from Alphedia Kenchington. Sorry. (laughs) Definitely does not sound like a real name. That's not real, for starters. 35, from Bigar in South Lancashire. So all of that sounds made up immediately. Yeah, it's a load of nonsense, straight away. Unbelievable, 10 out of 10. (laughs) Buckle up. (laughs) Our pet dog, Romany, has always had an eye for the ladies. Now nine, he was just a year old when he first escaped from the garden to go off in search of romance. Romany, a black schnoodle, a cross between a poodle and a schnauzer, would often leap over the fence to follow the whiff of a female dog. So this is our hero of the tale. Noodle gets bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Poodle and a schnauzer. He's gone again. I'd groan to my husband, Orangan. Orangutan. Or Orangus. They've all got strange <laughs> names. He's gone again. I'd groan to my husband, Orangus, whenever Romany made a break for freedom. Then I'd ask my guardian angel, Sophia, to keep Romany safe before searching for our philandering Fido. One night, Romany, who'd been playing in the sheep field next to our house, wasn't his <laughs> usual bouncy self. Psychic since I was 23, I decided yep. to ask him what was wrong. <laughs> Took about four sentences before that was dropped. <laughs> yeah. I tuned into his energy. What's the matter? I asked. To my delight, I heard a growly voice in my head. In your head, keyword. <laughs> I ate some sheep poo. <laughs> what? Say that again? I ate some sheep poo. Romany told me. That's the dog telepathically yep. told <laughs> Yeah, I, I gather. Alphedia. Now my tummy hurts. <laughs> Little Alfony. Romany asked for milk. Oh, Romany. <laughs> <laughs> Romany, Arangus and Alfony. As soon as he'd finished, he perked up. I was over the moon I could speak to him. No. So, the next time he disappeared over the garden fence to go womanising... I tuned into him telepathically. He's not womanising him, he's just scrunning a load of cheap <laughs> Delicious little side treat. Come home, I told him, as Arangus and I searched for our wayward mutt. But <laughs> she uses for every single like way that she describes him. He's got his own little kooky name, like nickname goes with it. <laughs> yeah, they always do they don't. But Romany was having too much fun running to answer me. As evening <laughs> fell, he was still nowhere to be found. Aww. Scouring the fields near home, I called on Sophia for help. Check your toilet. <laughs> Please keep him safe, I asked her. But to my surprise, she said she didn't need to. Romany has his own guardian pixie. She explained. <laughs> <laughs> so I think this is our first pixie. <laughs> I'm sick of this podcast, I am. <laughs> Thank God this is our last episode. So Alphedia has asked Sophia, her guardian her angel. Her name changes every time. Expedia. She's asked her guardian angel. Yep. 
I gathered. And had a response about... That he has a pixie. Uh, he has a pixie, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At first, I was stunned. But when I thought about it, it made sense. After no, that, they always say that. They always say that. It, it never makes made no sense. sense. It makes less sense the more you think about it. After all, every person has their own guardian angel. Why wouldn't animals too? And then, wait for this... As a fairy channeler, I often communicated with fairies. <laughs> there was no reason I couldn't speak to pixies as well. She's so she, oh, there is. She's not racist within the sort of yeah, winged yeah. being world. She's very inclusive. I tuned into Romany's guardian pixie. What's your name? I asked. Jinky. He replied. Of course. In a squeaky voice. <laughs> She's more creative when it comes to her husband. Well, not even her husband's name. <laughs> she didn't name her Angus. But she's more creative when it comes to things like that. Jinky the Pixie. This is her made-up pixie. It's called Jinky the Pixie. <laughs> Please get Romany back safely, I begged Jinky. He'll be fine. He giggled. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, I got an overwhelming urge to go home. I'm actually not following this because there's just so much nonsense. <laughs> It's overwhelming. I loved this one. As I walked through the door, the phone was ringing. It was a woman who'd found Romany at the side of a road and called the number on his collar tag. When we went to pick up our mutt, the kind lady was waiting with Romany in her arms. My name is Jinky. Bright sparks flashed around them. It was a sign from Sophia and Jinky that they'd answered my prayers and kept Romany safe. Any thoughts so far? I thought that was the end of the article. I was like... <laughs> No, 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 I still have no thoughts. Of course I have no thoughts. <laughs> I thought Jinky would be a real asset when it came to keeping my canine under control. But it turned out that like all pixies, Jinky was always up to mischief. When Romany <laughs> ran away to look for female dogs, Jinky egged him on. What is it on Harry Potter? Pixin, pixin, pixinomus. <laughs> One morning in March 2014, Romany jumped over. The fence. <laughs> yeah, I'll say for that. On the prowl again. Come home, I ordered. That dog sounds horrible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just trying to escape at all moments. Yeah. Come, <laughs> Come home, I ordered telepathically. <laughs> you should not be doing that every night. But Romany ignored me. <laughs> of course. As he has been. Sighing, I got in the car to look for him. Every time I drove past a dog walker, I wound down the window and asked if they'd seen a black dog. But no one had spied my pesky pooch. Of course. <laughs> After an hour's fruitless searching, I went back to the house and tuned into Romany. I'm having so much fun! <laughs> oh, for God's sake, is that your dog voice? <laughs> he told me. I bet you are, I said. <laughs> All of a sudden, darkness closed in around me. I felt trapped and couldn't breathe. Oh God, had something happened to Romany? When I tried to communicate with him telepathically, there was nothing. Panicking, I tuned into Jinky. Yep. (laughs) He's safe. Jinky told me. (laughs) Thanks, Jinky. Then he cut off our psychic link. All I could do was trust. That's not very reassuring when pixies are known for their mischievous <laughs> ways. He's safe. And all you hear is... <laughs> the number you dialed could not be found. <laughs> yeah, has been disconnected. All I could do was trust that Jinky was looking out for him. <laughs> you can't trust that. 
<laughs> I do. don't believe Jinky is real, but from what you've told me, I don't believe Jinky is doing that. The more I thought about it, the more it made sense. <laughs> Suddenly, Jinky's voice squeaked in my ear. Go to the vet! <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> he said. Oh, it's not safe then. <laughs> you know when you're a kid and your mum would be like, this will end in tears. <laughs> and you're like, it won't, it won't, it won't. And you give loads of reassurances that everyone's fine and within seconds it turns. It ends in That's tears. what Jinky did. That's why Jinky hung up the phone. Because <laughs> he wanted to play a little bit. <laughs> Heart in my mouth, uh, I made my way to the nearest of the two vet surgeries. <laughs> 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 I'm just imagining Jinky like a really annoying kid. <laughs> An absolute psychopath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. Okay, carry on. Has anyone reported a missing schnoodle? I asked the reception. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's a schnoodle. Oh, this is really tickling me. I'm crying. <laughs> Relief flooded through me as she said Romney had been handed in at the other vet in the town. I went to pick him up. And then this new bit... (laughs) This new bit is called Cheeky Pear. (laughs) Jinky and Romney. Name a more iconic duo. Turns out Romney was just outside our house when a man found him and thought he was lost. (laughs) So he was right outside their house and got dog-napped. Romany's name tag had come off. With no way of tracing his owners, the well-meaning Good Samaritan took Romany to the vet instead. The vet had put Romany in a cage. At the same time, I had the feeling of being trapped. If Jinky hadn't told me to go to the vet, goodness knows if we'd have got Romany back. Thanks, Jinky, I whispered. <laughs> We've now had Romany microchipped in case he loses his collar while he and Jinky are up to their shenanigans. <laughs> you should have done that before. He was... He was nine years old. <laughs> All pets have a guardian pixie. If your <laughs> pet gets lost, you can call on their guardian pixie to send them home. If they're not having too much fun together, that is. <laughs> they say that man's best friend is his dog. But when your dog's best friend is Jinky the mischievous pixie, <laughs> well, you know trouble is never far away. <laughs> Amazing. There you go. Gosh, that really, really made me laugh. Yeah, it made me laugh it's as well. It's just a stupid made-up name. <laughs> Jinky the Pixie. Jinky the Pixie, Arangus the husband. (laughs) Alphedia. Romany the Schnoodle. I'm glad you enjoyed it. There was a lot. Yeah, I gave my thoughts as I went on, so I don't really know what to summarise it with. That's fine. What would you rate that? I'll give that a nine. Yeah! Okay, we're ending on a high then. Okay. Jinky was ridiculous. I'm glad you enjoyed Jinky. I just imagined him like this really annoying kid. <laughs> <laughs> I imagined him as like sort of a like tiny little psychopath. It's like, hey, hey, your dog's gonna be fine. <laughs> and then hangs up. <laughs> blood Actually, from it. it's time to go to the vet. <laughs> <laughs> it's good night, Schnauzer. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Schnoodle. Um, nine, fab. Thanks. Brilliant. This one made me laugh out loud when I saw okay. it. Okay. So it's Explore the Past. The uh, title is Was I John D? Was and I who? Written John D. Okay. And it's written to Jenny Smedley. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Jenny, <laughs> when I saw a picture of Mary Queen of Scots in Edinburgh, I heard a voice say, 
Sorry, Mary. I could not help you. <laughs> Did you just put that little accent in there? <laughs> no, no, that's how it's written. <laughs> For real this time. <laughs> I've been drawn to John D. the astronomer, although looking at his picture made me feel ill. Made me feel ill? <laughs> yeah, so she heard that voice. <laughs> and then and then feels sick when she sees John Dee's portrait. Am I meant to know who this is? <laughs> no, John Dee the astronomer is all it says. I don't know who that is. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Mary, I couldn't <laughs> help you. <laughs> Dear Jane, John Dee was a trusted advisor to Queen Elizabeth I and you were his second wife. You saw his guilt after Mary's execution an event he foresaw but he couldn't prevent that empathy has come with you to this life and is why people tell you their troubles (laughs) is that it? yeah sorry Mary I couldn't help you that is genuinely the worst Scottish accent I've ever heard (laughs) no because I could probably do a better one myself but I'm trying to read it in the way it's been written go on then (laughs) sorry Mary (laughs) <laughs> so, sorry Mary I couldn't I couldn't help you I, I'm so sorry <laughs> that's awful that's I'm quite good at Scottish seven. no I'm quite good at Scottish normally but Mary it's really hard to say <laughs> sorry Mary <laughs> how is Mary spelt then <laughs> right so sorry Mary is spelt normally <laughs> oh so you've just made that up like you took no. the out of me <laughs> You've just no, done exactly Sorry, same. Mary is hard to say in a Scottish accent, but it's spelled I couldna. <laughs> couldna is could with an N-A added at the end of it. Help ye. Sorry, Mary, I couldn't help ye. <laughs> and that's what <laughs> they see when they see a picture of Mary, Queen of Scots. <laughs> and I don't think Jenny can help either, to be honest. <laughs> and and uh, Jenny just gave him a history lesson. <laughs> yeah, I don't quite understand how that's supposed to help him feel less sick when he sees John D the astronomer. Although I'm not but sure. surely you're not coming across John D the astronomer. Yeah, I was going to say like how <laughs> much do you see him in your life for this to be an issue or to even notice a pattern? Um oh no, I feel like you're going to rate me bad now even though that was really funny. I did like it, but it wasn't Was I John D? It wasn't as juicy as it could have been. Maybe, maybe if I keep saying it, you'll find <laughs> Sorry, Katie. <laughs> I could not help you. Um, eight? Eight. Because oh. I think I'd give you a seven, but then you got a point for the attempting the accent. Yeah, I could do the rest of it in a better accent. It's just... <laughs> Sorry, Mary is a block. <laughs> Sorry, Emma. So me and Emma, for the grand finale of this week, we've actually contacted a medium. An actual... Yeah, we forked out big time. <laughs> <laughs> we've splashed the cash and got a real life regression. We've not listened to it yet, but we've received a seven minute audio file. <laughs> seven minutes? Yeah, yeah I, I haven't listened to it, but oh my I God. saw it with seven minutes. We oh may edit God. it down. <laughs> this is Lynn Kinman a trained hypnotherapist who has done a past life regression. Hi Katie, this is Lynn and thank you very much for your order. This is your past life reading. 
And we've all had many lifetimes up to this point in time. You've had 36, which includes your current life. We've been men and women and people of every color under the sun. In this particular lifetime, I feel this is in Boston, and I feel this is during the 1920s time period. I'm seeing you at the age of 22, and you have dark brown hair that's bobbed and waved. Um, you're about five, six, slimly built. Um, you have big brown eyes and fair skin, um, and you're about the age of, I think, 22 is what I'm seeing you. And you are married in this lifetime. Uh, your husband is about six foot, has dark brown hair, blue eyes fair skin, he's medium build, and I feel the two of you are definitely in love. I feel that your husband is about 30, and I feel that he was a friend of the families. I feel that you've known him for a long time, and I feel that you're really happy to be married. I do feel that you have one child, um, a boy. I feel he's quite young, and I feel that you are looking forward to having more children. I do feel that you're very bubbly, and you really like to go out and socialize. You are always up for a party, and I feel that you really love to dance. I feel that you go out dancing quite often with your husband, and I do feel this is one of your very favorite things to do. I feel that this is a fairly easy lifetime. I feel that your husband and you have money. I feel that you have help in the home, and I feel that you have a lot of leisure time for someone with children. I really feel that you're very fulfilled in this life and very happy in this life. I feel that you went on to have two more children for a total of three. And I feel that it was two boys and a girl. I feel that this was a really fun time period for you. You really enjoyed your children. You really liked children to begin with, and I feel that it exceeded your expectations. I really feel you were so happy being with the kids, and I want to go to a significant event in this lifetime. I feel that you got really, really ill, and I feel that you were 25. Um, I don't feel that they knew what it was, and I feel like you were just going down with it. Um, I really feel a huge frustration from you and just a disappointment that you could be so ill. 
without any hope for, you know, what the problem was or how to treat it. Um, I feel that it went on for about two months, and then I feel that you started getting better on your own. Um, you did make a full recovery, but I feel like this really pulled the rug out from under you. You were really surprised how ill you got and that there really wasn't any kind of treatment for it. Um, I do feel it might have been viral, um, and I feel that your body was able to fight it finally, and that's what pulled you out of it. I do feel that you and your husband became closer as time went on, and I feel that your family life was extremely good. I do feel that you continued your social uh, life, you know, through your 40s and 50s. I feel that that was just something that you really enjoyed. You really were a people person. I do feel that you lived to be quite old in this lifetime, into your 70s, and I feel that you died of something to do with the lungs. I feel that your passing was very quick. Your husband was there to greet you, and I feel that you really had a sense of a life well lived. I do feel that you accomplished your life purpose, which was family in this lifetime, and I feel that you did an excellent job. I do feel that this was really a good lifetime for you, one that was fairly easy, and one that encompassed a lot of the things you really love to do meaning dancing and children and the social scene and a love connection with your husband. I feel that you were just very, very well um, satisfied in this life, and I don't feel that there were a lot of regrets at all. I really feel you lived life to its fullest. I hope that you enjoy your reading today. Have a wonderful day, and thanks again. Right, Katie. That has actually scared me a bit. Oh, for God's sake. No, because... No, I reckon... Why? I don't know. I got... I sort of did relate to that. Yeah, but I relate to it, and it wasn't about me. That's just because it, she's picturing and setting the scene. And, Katie, the that- photo we sent you, she described you... Is that not ridiculous? So what what photo was it? It was just that hair. I sent you the photo with your short wavy hair and a shirt with like really minimal makeup and a bit of lipstick and you, you did we purpo- right, so there was a photo of Katie from the twenties that <laughs> yeah, we Yeah, but that's the time send. period that I fit in. It just is. No, it's not, that's just how your hair is. That's the only thing. That has spooked me. I actually... Why has it spooked you? <laughs> it made me feel weird. I don't know why. Like You don't even like kids that much. <laughs> I, was, I like kids. <laughs> Not the <theory>. Enough. <laughs> I was like, this is stupid. And I knew... Right, I was sitting listening, knowing that when she was like, you like dancing. I was like, okay, you go, oh my God, I, I love dancing. dancing. <laughs> <laughs> so to everyone. 
Yeah, that has. I don't know whether no, it's because was... she sounded so legit though, like because of her American. I got accent. spooked because I thought she was gonna say something that was like I thought she was gonna reference a name or something that yeah. was gonna spook us out. And then I, I was in my room on my own, and her voice at the beginning I was laughing. <laughs> she does sound like <laughs> Carol, Carol Baskin. Baskin. Carol Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I thought, yeah, she's very Carol Baskin to begin with. And then the longer it went on, the more it got a bit creepy sounding and I got a bit scared of her voice. <laughs> I think that's what spooked you instead of what she was saying. Because you do look like someone from the 20s, Katie. You do. That's not, anyone would pick that. <laughs> and then she started talking about a virus. We're in a pandemic. And she yeah. went, I think it affects your lungs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It just scared me because what if something happens now when I'm 25 and like. Well, that's not this life. That's your old life. And you live till you're 70 and your husband is there to greet you. That was better than I thought it'd be. Because yeah. she did get a lot of my personality without knowing me. Guess you can tell. Right, you've got to be a certain type of person to contact <laughs> past life regression from Etsy. Anyway, she can Google anything about you. She probably searched your Instagram. She's got a photo of you, mate. She's got your name. She probably just went on Instagram. And then saw that you're dancing in, like, a disco suit. No, I'm private on Instagram. Your art page isn't. And that's got you with, like, sunglasses on about to go to a rave, of course. <laughs> 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 uh, I, right, I, I think scared. if you looked different, and I knew you, because like, you are someone that fits the 20s, but you are someone that dresses like you're from the 20s, and you do heavier eyebrows, which is very of the time, and your makeup is from someone from the 20s, and you have short curly hair. So for her to look at your photo, <laughs> describe you exactly, and then go. I'm getting an idea. Like I don't know. Of course like, you are. Even like the husband when she described him, I was like, yeah, that's my type. <laughs> that's not my type. Tall with brown curly yeah. hair. Yeah, everyone's type. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just spooked. <laughs> it was better than I thought it would be. Yeah, I thought you were gonna get a dark one. I'm I'm surprised she does nice ones. That's quite nice. Uh, let me just have a look at the photo I sent because if I'm right, it wasn't good enough image quality to be able to tell your eye colour. <laughs> yeah, she said brown. And I brown. Think, oh, you can, you know you've got clearly blue eyes in it. That's the only thing she changed. <laughs> I don't know. I just I liked that more than I thought I would like because it. Because you want to be in the twenties. There's a difference. I don't want to be in the twenties. I think you do. I like dressing up that way. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> you like dressing up any day, Katie. <laughs> You've got a silver disco suit. You love dressing up generally. <laughs> Look, never diss the disco suit. Yeah, so I'm imagining you from the 70s. You'll love dancing. He'd go, oh my god. Yeah, to be she fair, got it, right? if, if she said I was from the 80s, I'd be like, oh my god, yeah, I am. If she said I was yeah, from the 60s, when, is there I'd be like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Any any time period you go away. I love that time period. I love dressing up. That's crazy. Uh, I like that we did that because though. you know if they said you you're a Tudor lady with with a cape, you'd be like, oh. I do have a penchant for a cape. Yeah, I think you're right. Actually, I love dressing up in all time periods. Yeah, I, I actually rate her for that. I I really like. Shut up. I, you might rate her, but I ain't rating you. <laughs> I enjoyed it as, like, a thing. Because me and Katie have never done anything yeah. like that. So we were really intrigued. But I um, I wanted to believe it. I really did. But she just made observations based on your photo. 
But then do you look like your past wives? <laughs> I'd, I think I'd have been a bit more interested, actually, if she was, like, you were a builder. You were a man. Yeah. Yeah, I I think so as well. Because if she said, oh, you're a man from the 20s, I'd go, hang on a minute, okay. Maybe. And she would tap into personality traits like that. Yeah. She says, you've been every colour, every race, <laughs> like, every gender. And then she says, oh, you're 22, you look like you. <laughs> yeah, that like, is, oh, that's convenient. Yeah, that is silly, actually. <laughs> she has sort of just weaved a little tail based on my the only, yeah, the only thing she changed was your eye colour. <laughs> but you know what I was thinking? <laughs> so I actually went on a little train of thought because I was like, that would actually make sense if Katie was like a well-to-do 20s lady because this is why she gets frustrated at me <laughs> because I'm a right commoner and I have no, I have no I, manners. I'm and a, I try a noble to woman. But you know, yeah, but you know how I say I was like a Victorian little like pauper running about the streets. <laughs> so the, I'm like, this would so make sense. You're like the scabby <laughs> little orphan running down the street. Yeah, I'm the one. That, yeah, because Katie gets annoyed because people like, I jam my way into situations and I wing it a little bit and I kind of like somehow like elbow my way in <laughs> by fighting and Katie's really proper and like, thank you so much. In what world do I yeah. say that? When have I ever said that? <laughs> so that would make sense if Katie was well to do. I I do that's fit, the only I thing fit I that thought. life. That's why I'm spooked. I think because if that was my life, I'd be like, oh, that's quite nice. I would love to see a photo of Lincoln. <laughs> it's just Carol Baskin. <laughs> yeah, it's her little side hustle. Okay. Yeah. I wonder. I I want to know what everyone else thought of Katie's regression. Yeah. Send us a message, actually. Anyone who <laughs> I was talking yeah. to them. Is there anyone out there? Anyone? <laughs> Just send us a message, yeah. <laughs> okay, so... Dun, 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 dun. I have the scores and the doors. <laughs> Why do I feel nervous? I don't know. Okay, right. I calculated the scores and the doors. From all the other episodes, Katie's score... Had a combined total of 138. Okay. My total oh. from last week da, la, 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 was 134.5. So have I won! So there were 3.5 points in it, and Katie won. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> well done! What a sad little life, Jane. Uh, I hope you spend your money on some lessons in grace <laughs> and decorum because you've got the grace of a reversing dump truck. <laughs> Netflix is all new. So, brother. as the one who is about to be unemployed, I still have the, fa- the family's Netflix on my shoulders. Shoulder so, that sweet burden. <laughs> enjoy the money. I hope it makes you very happy. <laughs> <laughs> it was your idea to push for the Netflix thing. Yeah, Why? <laughs> to be fair, I'd still be paying it anyways. I haven't really lost anything if oh, I hadn't great. mentioned it. Yeah. So, what was the score difference in the end with that extra point as well that I got today? Uh, four point five. Let me savor that sweet, <laughs> sweet sound. So I actually, I nearly hit the bloody roof <laughs> because I remembered. <laughs> I got a zero for Fiery Inferno <laughs> and Katie got an eight because I gave it her for the accent. Fiery so Inferno was, was your nice. downfall. Fiery Inferno made me I was in the lead the whole time and then you gave me zero points. <laughs> <laughs> and then you did an equally as depressing one but did an accent and then you in post production you put a little soundtrack <laughs> over it and everyone thought it was funny. 
That's you the power of being in control of editing. <laughs> you did the equivalent of a laughing track and everyone just believed it and went along with it. They were lapping it up. Mm-mm-mm, delicious. You threw me to the dogs <laughs> and you gave yourself a soundtrack. So here I am playing <laughs> Netflix. You cost me 11 quid. Yeah. I'm actually pretty chuffed. I didn't think I was bothered until you just said. I know. Do you know? <laughs> it really annoyed me because you kept being like, but Emma... Ooh, how do I know you haven't cheated? Ooh, Emma, <laughs> you're so, you're, I need to know the scores. I'm like, well, you've won anyway. I'm like, you're not going to give me, <laughs> yeah, a, me a 10 that. and you a 6. <laughs> I know. So you're there, keep hamming it down. I'm like, yeah, I'll get it. And then I was annoyed that I laughed so much at Jinky. Because <laughs> I was ready to give you absolutely nothing. Yeah, I was ready to I hand out my first zero. <laughs> I think you've got the only 10. I've got two 10s. I got Pierce Morgan. Um, oh yeah, Pierce Morgan doing something. See, this is funny because I got to listen to everything back. I got Pierce Morgan and then Telford Michael <laughs> Jackson buckle thing. <laughs> so you got the only ten and the only zero. Yeah, <laughs> that shows that literally sums you up as a. There's <laughs> always either extreme. Well, we've actually. I was it. really consistent. You got like eights all round, to be honest. Sevens and eights all round. <laughs> zero. <laughs> and you're like ten. Zero. Nothing. <laughs> One week you said minus five. Or <laughs> no, I didn't. Yeah, you did. You said minus something and then brought it back. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. I'm just keeping it exciting. I know. We've done 10 episodes. I know. I hope everyone has enjoyed Series 1. We will be back for a Series 2. But we would like to leave you (laughs) with a song. Oh, yes! I forgot about this! (laughs) So, obviously, Jenny Smedley has been... She's been mentioned more than we have, to be honest. We love you, Jenny. (laughs) So, we went on her website. And I, I recommend everyone go on Jenny Smedley's website because... It's a cheese dream. It's, it's a fever dream. It's a treasure trove of gifts <laughs> and font of choices. Str- oddities. <laughs> well, she turns out our Jenny is an award-winning lyricist. And uh, she's got a banging song that we would like to close the series with. What is it called? Oh, something to do with pets and pastimes. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what it's called. Wait, it's on my da- Wait, stop talking for a sec. It's in my downloads. Yeah. I'm going to steal your last line. So we're going to end this final episode with Jenny Smith. <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> Don't edit that out. No, 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 Because no. you're going to edit all that out of me. Just steal my bit. <laughs> uh, and this is Jenny Smedley, Souls Don't Lie. <laughs> for Radio Norwich. <laughs>
Time when I ride 